Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Tradie Business School podcast, the only podcast you're ever going to need to grow and scale your trades-based businesses. This is where we get together and we have conversations about things that are happening right now. So uh, I want to welcome my brother from another mother, Brian Santos. Uh, I hope you're well, mate. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. No, great to be here again, mate. Excellent, mate. We had a we had a great chat offline just a, a while ago. Thought this would be a good thing to chat about. I'd love you to tell the story about the uh, the twelve year old client that you've got, and you know the the awareness that she has around around the responsibility for her success and the the story that you told me. I thought was quite powerful. So. Love to share that with our listeners, but uh, this twelve-year-old client of yours uh, just happens to be your daughter. So uh, tell us more. What was uh, what's got on? Yeah, so we're changing schools uh, for at least our eldest daughter at the moment, who is like you said, twelve years old. And so we uh, we're going through that process, and the and then the stage we had this week was to have a meeting with the principal, and uh, and and the the principal had a meeting um, with us there, and and my daughter and. He's asking some questions. He's going through her report and saying, like, yeah, this is great. You're really good at this. You know, here are your strengths, you know. Um, and just asking questions and being really nice about things. And one of the things he brought up in the report was, okay, I really like the fact that the teachers are saying uh, you're a good worker and you're, you're uh, you know, you're able to learn independently. And he, and he highlighted that and he said, that's what I really like. And this is why I'm really excited to have you on board, you know, and joining our school. And he said, because, because who's responsible for your success, mm. right? And, and I thought, wow, what a great question, even for a 12-year-old. <laughs> uh, and, and she looked around, she wasn't really sure, and she said, well, Mike, who's, who's responsible for your, the success of your learning at school? Is it mum and dad? And she said, you know, she shook her head. Is it, is it your sister who's next to you? No. Is it like me, the principal? Is your success like reliant upon, you know, your teachers? And she shook her head. So he asked the question. So who's who's responsible for your success? Uh-huh. Me, she said, and um, and he, he nodded. He said exactly right. And this is why I'm excited to have you on book because of you know it says that um in, in the report and and you've 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 clicked on to to what really success is about is that you you own it. And I thought, wow, this is like a a chat with the principal that we're going to change schools to, but it's really applicable because I thought about that afterwards. You know, as a coach, as a consultant and working with all sorts of businesses, we often, I know I often do, sometimes put more want in the success or, or um, yeah, in the success of our clients. But sometimes, sometimes we forget ultimately the success isn't on us or isn't on their partner or isn't even – not even on their employees or even their clients, the success mm. is on them. And yeah, uh, yeah, I I find this all the time talking to talking to clients, and they're they're, they're often oblivious to the fact that they're in this state of disempowerment or what's quite often referred to as victim state. Now, victim state has quite a negative connotation, so um, I refer to it as this state of disempowerment where they feel like so many other things are to blame for where they're at, you know, circumstances, this happened to me, that happened to me, rah, rah, rah. 
and you know, it's no lies. Like those things have definitely happened to you in your life. For those of you who are listening, I'm sure there's half a dozen things that have just come up. Yeah, but this, 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 and this has happened. So that's why I'm where I'm at. Yep. And I've heard it said many times that although it's not your problem, although it was not, you were not the cause of the thing that happened or whatever, right? It's your responsibility. And this is the thing that, that we see all the time. People that I talk to, you know, the amount of times people say to me, I've got to speak to my partner before I work with you. And it's like, how, how are they going to make this decision? Like right now you're abdicating your responsibility to, to step up and be the leader of the, of the business and make a decision to work with us or not. Like it's not for me to decide, like, if you don't want to work with us, that's cool, but don't, please don't put it on your partner. Like if you are getting those objections, you're probably, you know, that's something that's probably showing up in your life as well. You're constantly advocating your responsibility to, to make those decisions. But I mean, some of the symptoms I see all the time, like in this state of disempowerment, this lack of responsibility that people take is, you know, like I said before, blaming everything, people are often getting stuck or not asking for help. I mean, is there anything else that, that you see, Brian, in and around, I guess, the symptoms of people that find themselves in this state? Yeah, I, look, honestly, I see it all the time where they, like, let's say, for example, we've had um, some, some people who are wanting to join our program and that the questions kind of give you a clue, right? And so they ask questions about us. What are you guys going to do? What are you guys going to offer? Mm. And how many follow-up calls do you have? How many, you know, it's on us. So meaning they're thinking about how are you as the coaches and the, and the team members going to help me get my results? Yeah. Right? So th- those are the questions. They're, they're real kind of symptoms or yeah. will. Whereas, again, when you're getting a, any advisor or a team member, yes, you want to ask the right questions to figure out if they'll be the right team members and support crew, if you will. But ultimately, the questions in your head on a daily basis should be, how can I change my situation? How can I use this this coaching group how can i use this employee to the best of my ability to get to my you know to get to my goals to make my situation a more successful one how can i how can i at the start of a question is like you know really really powerful because it then automatically gets you into solution mode as opposed to how can you mm, yeah and and it's such like i talk about language being such an important tool that we i guess undervalue you know, that the, we undervalue its importance and we undervalue its impact, you know, like that stuff that we say to other people and the way that impacts them, we have a responsibility with that and they have a responsibility. Like I say, responsibility is a, a double-edged sword all the time, right? Like clients, yep, they want to come to us and they want to ask us for help and how we're going to s- solve the problem or vice versa. You know, quite often we'll be talking to people and we'll be like, how can we help you? We'll be asking those questions. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the, the person has to take responsibility. And it's so refreshing to hear that that discussion's being had with such a young person because yeah. I don't recall ever having a discussion like that in my primary and high school years where it was like, how are you going to take responsibility for it? You know, and it's, you know, it, like <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this a while ago and I said, you know, coaching in the coaching space, I see this all the time, right? It's like, it's, 
coaches out there that kind of go into this like almost gaslighting space where they're turning it back on the client all the time, right? I think one of our big points of difference is we try and take responsibility. Like if we balls up, if we don't follow our own systems and process and we don't reach out to our clients, then we have to own that. But it's also equally their responsibility to reach out to us if they need help, right? You can't, and this is the thing I see as a problem with society. I'm getting a bit hammed up now, getting on my soapbox. But this, this problem, this abdication of your own responsibility and this, this disempowerment, this move to disempowerment and this blame. And I remember like growing up through when I was learning like my trade or my profession and we used to say all the time, it didn't matter what you did as long as you could cover your ass, right? So it didn't matter what happened. Like that was like a, that was like a training system, you know, like you could do anything on a job as long as you could handball it pass the buck to somebody else and say, no, nah, not my fuck up, you know? Mm. And it's, that's how society's been programmed, you know? Basically, how do you, and it, and it stems from survival, right? Going right back to that intrinsic wiring that we have internally to, to survive. Like we don't want to get in trouble because it's a threat to our existence. If we get cast out from the, the tribe, there's no protection and, you know, ultimately it threatens our survival. But the thing is now there's no threat to your survival. Sure. You might like, if you fuck up, you might lose your job, right? Or you might lose your business. Like who knows, but realistically it's not the end of the world, but this is the thing. People try and do this. I'm not taking any responsibility. I'm not taking any blame. And then you've got the other end of the spectrum where people take all the responsibility in the world because it's just easier, you know? And I see this in business relationships. I see this in personal relationships. People are like, it's just easier if I just say yes, you know, mm. Mm. and that's, that's equally as toxic as taking no blame at all, taking no responsibility at all. But I think to circle up about, you know, circle back to, I guess what you were talking about, what's the contrast? Like if you solve these problems, if you, if you move back to, and this is the thing, there's the two extremes of taking responsibility for absolutely everything and taking responsibility for nothing. I think the, the, the middle ground that, that I certainly try to work towards, and I know the rest of the team do as well, is, is owning our responsibility, but also the accountability for people. You know, part of our job as coaches is to hold our clients accountable. When you take, when you move to that place and you're taking responsibility and holding accountability, what's, what sort of comes of that, do you think? Well, you know what it's like? It's like taking the shackles off. It's, mm. Because all the blame, all the, all the kind of reasons that, you know, are in your head as to why you're not where you're at or why you're frustrated, why, why this and that are actually like shackles on, on your, on your, on your legs or whatever it is. Right. Mm. And the moment that you start to kind of acknowledge and own everything as in everything in your life mm. is a result of your responsibility or your own doing or your ability to change or not change something mm. it's on you then i'm telling you it just it will release a lot of the stress release a lot of the shackles and like things like i you know i know a lot of you out there who are in the trains business find it hard to to get good people to get reliable people to get people who are taking responsibility and ownership and i was just thinking right so you know Let's just say the the situation with the principal 
speaking to a new student, in this case, my daughter, and asking mm. questions about, look, you know, who's responsible for your success in this school? If you switch that up and instead of it being the principal, but it was you, the business owner or the manager, mm. and instead of the student, it was a new employee coming in and you had a discussion and you said, so we'd really love to have you on board. You have the right skill sets and it looks like you have the right attitude. So who, let me ask you, who's responsible for your success in your role? Which- oh, well, you, of course you are, Brian, because you're the boss. Right, right. <laughs> and, this, and this is like such a plague out there, right? Mm. Maybe, maybe we need to run a course on educating employees. But, but the thing is, right, the ones that we talk about, the, the, the star employees, the A-grade employees, they, they already have that mindset. Mm. They already like, and this is the thing. Most people start their own businesses because they have that mindset already. Yeah. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, it gets lost and they fall into this state of blame and um, disempowerment, which sees them get stuck. And so, I mean, there's a video of me out there uh, with Brundle Mall's balls, you know, pretending to be Atlas, the Greek god, carrying the weight of the world on the shoulders, you know, and, and your analogy of those shackles coming off just went, I went straight there with it because like when you're carrying that burden on you, that there's so much shit out of your control. Like I can't do anything about this. The, the, the state of disempowering is, is uh, empowerment is crushing, you know, but when you, instead of asking, like you said before, instead of asking yourself stuff like, why is this happening to me? And why is that person so lucky? Like, oh, they're, they're the wrong questions. You know, how can I change the state that I'm in? You know, how do I get the help that I need? But just asking yourself those different questions just leads you down this different path where it's, it is empowering because then you start to get resourceful. You start to solve the problems you start to ask for help. And sometimes that's the first question to you, you, you need to ask is, who can I ask for help? Yes. Yeah. You know, so I, I guess, you know, the solution to being in this state of disempowerment, this, if you're hearing yourself blaming things all the time, this is, this is part of the problem, right? People are so blissfully unaware of the blame and, and that, that victim state that they're in is that, because they're buying what they're selling themselves. They're buying their own story. They're buying their own beliefs. Often it's entrenched in decades of, of behaviors. You know, the, the only thing that I can think of, the first step is how do you know, how do I get help? You know, because often the same mindset that got you to where you are, well, actually not often, hundred percent of the time, the same mindset that has you where you are stuck where you are with the problems that you have that you can't solve is not the same mindset that you need to have to solve those problems. You've got to have a different mindset. And sometimes that, and more often than not, that's an external mindset. I've got this problem. I'm stuck here. I'm in this state where I feel like the weights on, of the world is on my shoulders. I'm shackled to the business, whatever it may be, whatever story is going on for you, that's keeping you stuck. Just asking somebody else, how the hell do I get out of here? You know? So, I mean, that's for me. I mean, is there anything you would like to add to that? No, I, I mean, other than, you know, you talked about symptoms and I, as you were talking, I'm thinking one of the symptoms that, you know, that you might see is if you're frustrated, if you feel frustrated often, well, not even mm-hmm. often, you know, it, it's because something's not meeting your standards or it's not, it's not 
like you're frustrated at someone, something, the client, the process, the the whatever it is, is not you know happening to your standard, and it's why it's frustrating. So if you feel that you, you know frustration is a weekly thing for you, then that might be a symptom, a clue that you're thinking it's someone else, it's external mm. to, you, right? So again, I, I think one of the first things that you can do, and immediately this is within your power is actually changing up, switching up the question in your head instead of a state or a question like, what? why are they doing this? Why are they taking so long? Why is it that X, Y, Z? Instead, how can I, how can I fix this? Who do I need to speak to? How can mm. I make that up, right? It just switches you into solution mode, finding an answer as mm. opposed to finding a problem, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, that's really powerful, right? Because the amount of people out there that are really good at finding problems uh, and then exacerbating those problems and catastrophizing them, it's painful, you know? Imagine if they put, or, you know, if you're one of those people, you put that energy into solving the problem. What's, and this is the thing, like I say to people, I don't care which way you go, but my question will all, always be, is that helpful? Does that help you achieve your goals? Does that help step you towards what you want to be doing with your life? If the answer is no, well, then it's time to choose again. Time to ask yourself better questions. Time to to go down a, a, a different path, I think. So, yeah. Matt, I think, uh, I think we might wrap it up there because, like, I'm, my head is going off on a tangent right now, you know, particularly in and around, you know, extreme ownership. I know, uh, I don't know if people are, are familiar with a, bi- a bloke by the name of Jocko Willenick. He's an ex-Navy SEAL. He wrote the book, Extreme Ownership. I, I highly recommend that as a read. It is very powerful to take that extreme ownership, but it's also your responsibility as business leaders to keep people accountable. Our job as coaches is to do the same, you know, have those discussions with people, ask them those questions. Because yes, you know, like the principal coming full circle, the principal did exactly that. He, you know, held your daughter accountable for her responsibility for her success. You know, he asked her, asked her that question. Yeah, and this is the power of questions, right? And mm. it, like again, if you, it was an employee situation or a staff situation or whatever it is, mm. you can ask that question and get and and get them thinking. And mm. if you on a regular, weekly, whatever it is, semi-regular basis, say so. Who's responsible for that? Who's responsible for your success? If they're not happy, if they're struggling, mm. you know, or if they're slow in their job and they're not, you know, they're making mistakes, whatever. So, who's responsible for that? Is it me? Mm. Is of course, there's going to be some sort of ownership on you in terms of, okay, you've got to give them the right support, but ultimately, yeah. they can I think that lesson, mate, it's a game changer. Yeah. Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I was going to say something very profound, but it's, a, it's escaped me now, but um, we're, I'm sure it'll come back to me and we'll do it in another podcast. But um, if I'm having brain fades, then it's time to wrap the show up. But uh, thank you everybody for, for listening. If this has struck a nerve. If you know somebody that is stuck in a state of disempowerment, not victim state, don't tell them that they're in victim state because they will lose their mind. I'm not a victim. Um, oh, no, I remember what I was going to say. The yeah, but is another symptom. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. So if you say yeah, but, or you know somebody that says yeah, but, uh, rather than, than just taking on board whatever's being said, then please uh, share this podcast with them. If you yourself, don't know the questions to ask. If you are unsure, 
of where to go next, then perhaps it's worth reaching out to us and having a discussion. If you don't know, the email address is hello at tradybusinessschool.com. Send an email in and uh, just let us know that you need some help. You want to have a chat. We are here to support you. Uh, If you did like the show, if you got something out of this, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that good stuff. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. Brian, thank you once again for joining me. It's always uh, good fun jamming with you on these calls, uh, calls, podcasts. And uh, I look forward to catching up with you soon. Cheers, guys. Thanks.